Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this week's episode, I'll be breaking down the Rams-Seahawks game from Thursday Night Football, and then I will give you my Week 5 value picks. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, let's talk Thursday Night Football for Week 5. We had the L.A. Rams going to the Seattle Seahawks, and they go on the road and get the win, 26-17. In terms of the Rams story, uh, Matthew Stafford, it was kind of looking hairy there, um, especially in that first half and much into the third until he started uh, flinging the ball around, and he kind of uh you know made up for uh <laughs> what you saw in that first half he ended up uh 37 passes attempted 25 completions 365 yards so that's good one touchdown and an interception so you know he uh for those starting him like myself uh he pretty much saved Saved you um, in that second half there. So uh, that's a good thing. So definitely what you want to see from him uh, in terms of the run game. Daryl Henderson, he's back. Uh, as we all know, uh, 17 rushes, 82 yards with the touchdown. Then he had one catch for 17 yards. So again, uh, still, still a bit of egg on my face over the the uh, Henderson predictions for preseason, but you know, he's playing fine. He's playing great. So um, no two ways around that. So um, he's giving you solid RB two numbers. So you definitely take that. Sony Michelle, who had the bad week last week, uh, he comes in 11 rushes for 37 yards with the touchdown and he caught a pass for eight yards. So, um, it looks like, guys, it's kind of a 60-40 uh, split over here. It's not quite 50-50. So, and in this offense, um, you know, um, maybe both of these guys are viable. So, definitely make sure that Sony Michelle isn't on the waiver wire because he's definitely a guy who, if something were to go wrong with uh, Henderson, he would be the one stepping in. So, um, yeah, so seems like both guys are pretty much viable, especially in this offense. And in terms of the receivers, we had a Bobby Trees sighting. And boy, did we get a sighting there. He was targeted 14 times, caught 12, 150 yards. I mean, wow, he, what he did, um, he pretty much made up for the first quarter of the season where he, uh, you know, uh, kind of stunk up the joint, but it was said by Sean McVay that he would get him involved in the offense. So this should be of no surprise to anyone. So, um, definitely if you have shares in woods, you are ecstatic. Uh, they got 10 days now to even, you know, uh, get him more acclimated into the system here. And, uh, bottom line is, both him and Cup 
can be viable in this offense. So, um, so you definitely loved seeing what you saw last night um, for the for the Rams. Uh, then C- Cooper Cup, seven catches for him, ninety-two yards. That's on ten um, targets. So Cooper Cup, viable, of course. You know uh, that goes without saying. So uh, both guys are gonna, you know, get their share of looks now. Um, seems like McVay has figured it out. So that's a good thing. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, one catch for him, sixty. Eight yards, so a big bomb to him, and that's on three targets. And Tyler Higby had the lone touchdown uh, catch, uh, two catches, 14 yards in that touchdown. So that kind of saves his day a bit. So, so uh, the Rams' offense is just rolling along, guys. So uh, make no bones about it. In terms of Seattle. Um, not so good news. Uh, Russell Wilson, 16 pass attempts, 11 completions, 152 yards. He had a touchdown in an interception. Um, and in this game, he sprained his middle finger. So um, the partially good news is that he does have the 10 days to kind of heal up. So um, they can kind of get him ready. But uh, he didn't play pretty much the second half of this uh geno smith there was geno smith sighting 17 pass attempts 10 completions 131 yards he had a touchdown in an interception so um he wasn't sacked whereas russell wilson was sacked twice um you know geno smith if worse came to worse i guess you could have worse options than him he didn't exactly embarrass himself when he went out there so that's good um so if some some somehow some way russell wilson was to be sidelined for a game or so um geno smith not a sexy name um but he seems like he'll get the job done in this offense so um so that's the way it looks in terms of the run game, no Chris Carson in this one. So Alex uh, Collins, uh, 15 rushes, 47 yards. And then he had two catches for 25 yards on three targets. So, you know, um, not really, you know, eye-popping production here, but eh, solid enough, uh, flexy enough for uh, those who, May have chose him in as far as, uh, well, in daily fantasy, uh, you're in trouble. But um, in your lineup, eh, I guess it depends on the scoring in your league, you know. So, um, yeah. But um, his backup, DJ Dallas, four rushes, seven yards, and then he had the two catches for 32 yards. So, so we know the pecking order is Carson. Then it's Collins, then it's Dallas. So um, that's the way it goes as far as that goes. In terms of the pass attack, DK Metcalf, five catches uh, for 98 yards and two touchdowns, and he did it on five targets. Um, The 
blessing in disguise for Metcalf. He got each of his touchdowns from each quarterback. So if something were to go awry where Russell would miss time, it seems like he'll still be involved. And he has a connection with uh, Geno. So um, so that's a good thing. Uh, in terms of everybody else, uh, Tyler Lockett targeted 10 times, five catches for 57 yards. And then Will Disley, uh, two catches for 29 yards on four attempts. So in terms of Seattle, um, you got to see what these 10 days look like. And if Russell Wilson can come out on the other side and um, be healthy for their next game, which will be week six. So um, that's pretty much the tale with that. So the Rams remain a hot team um, right now, sitting at four and one. And Seattle is reeling at two and three and need to right the ship. So, so guys, that is your breakdown of week number five, uh, the two, the Thursday night game on, uh, on your NFL network and CBS and so forth. So, uh, that is it guys. Next time you hear from me, it will be my value picks for week five. Okay, guys, so we are now going to do our week five value picks. These are picks that you can use for your daily fantasy uh, leagues, such as FanDuel and uh, DraftKings, and also for your lineups as well. Maybe, um, you know, you have some guys on the men um, and may need uh, you may need to make substitutions. So. Uh, these are some guys to consider if they're on your roster, that is. So uh, let's start with the quarterback position. And we'll go with Daniel Jones facing the Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys at Dallas. Um, the Giants quarterback last week uh, threw four, 402 yards. Um, um, good news for him. Kenny Galladay looks healthy now, so uh, that's a good thing. I, I know they got uh, banged up receivers there, but uh, to put that kind of number up, it's pretty impressive. So, and he, the big thing about Daniel Jones so far this season, he has significantly reduced his turnovers, so um, that's a good thing. In terms of Dallas' the, uh, defense, they're allowing 315 yards per game to quarterbacks, and that's the second worst in the NFL. So this secondary has been getting torched. So um, go ahead and fire up Daniel Jones at the Dallas Cowboys for week five. Next one, Tyler Haneke for the Washington football team going up against the New Orleans Saints. Um, Henneke, he hasn't been bad um, as far as um, taking the place of Ryan Fitzpatrick. He hasn't been horrible. Uh, he's been, he's had two, two or three pretty good games where he passed over 290 yards. So uh, he can fling it around, that's for sure. 
And then last we saw this New England's defense, they were actually getting torched by uh, Daniel Jones and the New York Giants for the 402 yards. So, um, yeah, so fire up t t uh, Tyler Henneke for sure uh, against the New Orleans Saints, and they host the New Orleans Saints. And then the last one is Ryan Tannehill for Tennessee going to Jacksonville facing the Jaguars. He had a solid game last week, actually. And this is without A.J. Brown and without Julio Jones. So, uh, and A.J. looks like he's going to be healthy enough to go in this one. Um, so, yeah. And then also this Jacksonville defense is giving up 312 Point three yards per game and that's ranked very low as well um just a shade above what dallas is doing so uh ryan Tannehill, especially if he gets aj back i like his chances there so um fire up ryan Tannehill for week five against the jacksonville jaguars so that's your quarterback's um, as far as that goes, now let's look at the wide receivers. Um, and some of these uh, may, may end up being stacks. So Terry McLaurin up against the New Orleans Saints. So I definitely like the Henneke to Scary Terry combo in this game. It's a juicy matchup. And... McLaurin, even with uh, Fitzpatrick's sidelines, he's seen 34 targets in his last three games. And that's with Henneke at the, fold, at the controls. So um, definitely poised for a big one here. Fire up Terry McLaurin against the New Orleans Saints. Kenny Galladay, I actually just mentioned him. Had his first 100-yard-plus 100, 100 receiving game for the, as a Giant. Um, and then consider that uh, both Shepard and Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton, they're still hobbled, so they could miss this one as well. So Danny Dines will definitely be having eyes for Galladay, that's for sure. I do like the kid, the uh, Kadarius Tony. He's starting to come on as late, but I like Galladay being the featured receiver uh, going up against Dallas. Uh, Dallas secondary, who I just mentioned, has been pretty much scorched this year. So fire up Kenny Galladay, who's healthy and primed and looking like a, a wide receiver one going up against Dallas. And then my final one, Lavitska Chenault Jr. of the Jacksonville Jaguars going up against the Tennessee Titans. Um, right now, um, he appears to be the either the wide receiver one or two on that squad. Of course, you got Marvin Jones as well, but they have been 
saying all this week how big a big a piece he's going to be in this passing attack. So uh, they already lost DJ Shark. Um, looks like for the year. Um, this opens the door for him to really produce. And also bear in mind that Tennessee is allowing the second most fantasy points to wide receivers. So fire up LaVishka Chenault Jr. up against the Tennessee Titans for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So so that's my three receivers. And like I said, you can do st stacks if you like. Um, stack uh, Daniel Jones and Galladay or... Henneke and McLaurin and this way you could get some value you bring some uh you know some surefire pieces onto your daily fantasy squad so um yeah so that's your receivers in terms of the running backs now this week you got a lot of running backs that are in the questionable position so you're definitely going to need to look at some value uh this week you got McCarthy, who's questionable, Dalvin Cook, Zeke Elliott. You got Joe Mixon, who probably won't play. Uh, Aaron Jones, uh, Antonio Gibson, DeAndre, both both running backs for Detroit. Uh, DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, um, also Melvin Gordon III. All these guys are questionable, and we already know that David Montgomery is going to be out for uh, Chicago. So, uh, so take a look at these three running backs here that I'm about to present. Damian Harris going to the Houston Texans for the Patriots. I understand. I get it. Um, he's had 10 yards rushing the past two weeks. Uh, so that definitely, uh, rings the alarm, but, uh, listen, this is a great matchup against a porous, porous Houston defense. So, uh, I love, love Damian, Damian Harris this week, uh, especially after last week we saw, um, Matt, J Matt Jones rather, uh, having to pass it around and, you know, uh, again, I echoed the sentiment that you you don't want this kid flinging it all over the yard. I understand he had to keep up with Brady, although they pretty much kind of held the Tampa Bay team in check. But, um, yeah, so I think they go back to what they know best, and that's running the ball. And this is a perfect opportunity for Harris. So fire up Damian Harris at the Houston Texans. Next one, speaking of Tampa, uh, Leonard Fournette going up against Miami. They're hosting the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Tampa Bay right now, um, they had tough sledding last week going up against the Patriots. Um, but the one per person who really stood out was uh, Leonard Fournette, who had uh, the 20 rushes for 91 yards. So, uh, I definitely like him in this one. He, guys, he's he's the lead back in that offense. I understand Ronald Jones, um, the Ronald Jones the second. He's there. I understand that. I understand you got Gio Bernard, even though he's kind of banged up right now. 
But Fournette is the guy in that backfield. There's no, there's no two ways about it. And consider this. Miami has given up five touchdowns to running backs in the past four games. So that sets up nicely for Fournette. So, guys, fire up Leonard Fournette going up against the Miami Dolphins for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then the last one is Kareem Hunt at the L.A. Chargers. Um, of course, you imagine Nick Chubb is going to have a nice game, but I think this opens up too for Kareem Hunt to have a, a good one as well. He already has three rushing touchdowns so far this season. You already know he's a part of that pass attack. Well, you know, <laughs> What is that pass attack anyway? But um, he's a part of it nonetheless. And he faces a Chargers defense that ranks very low in rush defense. So uh, fire up Kareem Hunt going to the L.A. Chargers for the Cleveland Browns. So those are your running backs there. Um, let's move to tight ends. Tight ends, it's, it's been a wasteland, but you, you, you got... Actually, these three tight ends have been the hottest, one of the uh, hottest set of tight ends. So uh, go with these guys. Dallas Schultz going up against the New York Giants for the Dallas Cowboys. Again, one of the hottest uh, tight ends right now going. The past two weeks, he's had three touchdowns. And the Giants are actually allowing a touchdown per game to tight ends. So... Um, and I mentioned it in the roundup that, uh, Prescott seems to, in terms of the tight end pecking order, I understand Blake Jarwin is there, but Dalton Schultz, him, him and Prescott has a connection there. So, um, fire up Dalton Schultz against the New York Giants, Dallas, who will be hosting them. Dallas Goddard for the Eagles. Going to the Carolina Panthers. He's having a solid season thus far. Despite the fact that uh, Zach Ertz is still around. He's still kind of a fly in the ointment. He's seeing targets. But Dallas Goddard is holding his own. So, uh, and that's good. And he faces a Carolina defense, actually, that has given up uh, just last week a touchdown to two different uh, tight ends. So, Definitely fire up Dallas Goddard in this one at the Carolina Panthers for the Philadelphia Eagles. And then finally, Mike Gesicki for the Miami Dolphins going to Tampa Bay to face the Buccaneers. He's another guy who's the past two weeks has been re really hot in terms of the tight end position. And he has a pretty good matchup here with the... Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who, by the way, last week gave up a touchdown to Hunter Henry. So uh, fire up Mike Gesicki for the Dolphins going to Tampa Bay to face the Buccaneers. So so that's your tight ends. Now your streaming defenses. Um, two are pretty obvious. Well, maybe all three are obvious. So. The Minnesota Vikings uh, hosting the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions right now, um, 
still the pa past game is a bit muddled. Uh, just trying to figure it out there. Um, you really don't have a lead guy, uh, although Khalif Raymond has been pretty good the past few weeks. Um, and then your run game um, right now, both running backs are hobbled, so this this kind of doesn't bode well for Jarrett Goff. Um, he could be prone to a few mistakes. It could be low scoring as well. So, uh, and this is a perfect opportunity for the Vikings to get get off the carpet and get going. Um, actually, last week they pretty much held the Cleveland Browns in check, uh, holding them to 14. So, um, and this offense is no better than the Browns offense. So, uh, look for the Minnesota Vikings. If you need a defense, Minnesota Vikings going up against Detroit, hosting Detroit. Next one, Las Vegas Raiders against the Chicago Bears. Kind of the same premise, to be honest. Uh, Chicago is exactly lighting the world on fire. You still have Justin Fields, who's trying to figure it out at quarterback. Um, and he just lost his major weapon, uh, David Montgomery. He's out. Uh, I understand Damian Williams is going to end up starting, but he has a thigh bruise as well. So he's going to have to tough it out with that. So, um, so I see the Raiders. This is the perfect opportunity for this defense to really uh, get get going here. So um, fire up the Las Vegas Raiders against the Chicago Bears. And then finally, uh, if they happen to be out there, the New England Patriots. Uh, I know some somehow maybe they got dropped last week could be because they were playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You figured. Tampa Bay run up the score, which didn't happen. So, um, and the Houston Texans offense is dreadful. So, um, I know it's on the road, but I trust in this, this defense very much. So I have them on a few of my squads. So, uh, definitely go ahead and fire up the new England Patriots defense against the Houston Texans. So, so guys, that's about it. That's the your week five value picks. Go ahead and use them. Use them in daily fantasy, um, and then you'll count your winnings later. So, uh, on that note, guys, we're gonna leave it off here. Until next time. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to. You can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at that sports dude GD at gmail.com. You can also hit my Zelle at that same email address to support this podcast. And again, I value and appreciate you listening to the podcast.